0: Hello, thank you for joining me today for Give Him 15. And the title of today's post is Revival and Reformation. Mark 16, 15 to 18. He said to them, that being Jesus, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. The one who has believed and has been baptized will be saved but the one who has not believed will be condemned. These signs will accompany those who have believed. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will pick up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it won't hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to follow all that I commanded you. And Behold, I'm with you always to the end of the age. Last week, My brother, Tim Sheets, said Holy Spirit told him Reformation would begin in 2024. Others are now confirming this, having heard Holy Spirit tell them the same thing. This means revival must also go to to another level of strength, for God intends the two of them to work in tandem. The Great Commission of Mark 16, was the first one, go into all the world, preach the gospel. The Great Commission of Mark 16 is the restoring of people back to God's family, salvation. The Great Commission of Matthew 28 is the restoring of a people's thinking back to the ways of God, discipleship. The first, Mark 16, changes people's nature, who they are, transforming their spirit. The latter, Matthew 28, changes their thoughts and actions, how they live, transforming their soul, mind, emotions, and will. God not only wants kids, he wants them to become mature sons and daughters, that know his ways, think his thoughts, enabling them to represent him. When Mark's commission occurs in mass, resulting in the salvation of many people, we call this revival. When Matthew's commission occurs in mass, resulting in societal change, government, laws, morals, Education, culture, etc., we call it a reformation. These two commissions will never be fully understood without a clear understanding of Genesis 1, for they are actually recommissions of what took place then. Jesus came to restore, rebirth, revive, redeem, recover, reform refill, and recommission. It is only logical, therefore, that we must go back to the beginning in order to understand what he is re-restoring and recommissioning us to. In the first chapter of Genesis, God created a new planet in his universal kingdom, Earth it would become home for the family he was soon to create. For five days, he transformed this home. I love the glimpses of his heart as he progressed. After each day's work, God said the progress was good. Why would he say this? The Lord certainly wasn't bragging, patting himself on the back for a job well done nor was he surprised. Wow, this is turning out really well. No, Yahweh was stating his pleasure, his satisfaction in what was occurring, just as an expected mom and dad might do when preparing their nursery. Abba's pleasure increased to its highest level, however, after creating his human family. In his sixth pronouncement that what he had created was good, the architect added a word. This is very good, he said. That one word practically leaps off the page at me. Can't you hear the satisfied heart of creator God in this statement? His plan was coming together like a proud parent standing over a newborn baby. Papa God was savoring the moment. Initiating the Sabbath was actually another indicator of his pleasure. When God had finished creating, he, quote, rested. The word Shabbat does indeed mean cease from work but it is is also used figuratively for celebrating in much the same way that we celebrate certain days, holidays, for example, by resting from work. This is one concept of Shabbat. How about that? On the seventh day, God stopped working and celebrated. Father God so excited about his family that he decided the occasion would be commemorated with a weekly rest and celebration day. That puts a new twist on the Sabbath. Every seventh day, we should rest and celebrate our membership in God's family. Creator made this family in his image and likeness. The Hebrew word for image is tselem, which involves the concept of a shadow, a phantom, or an illusion. An illusion is something you think you see, but on closer observation, discover that your eyes have tricked you. When the rest of creation saw Adam and Eve, or Eve, Adam or Eve, they must have done a double take. For a moment I thought it was God, but it's only Adam. We are told that they were similar to or comparable to God. The Hebrew word demuth, translated likeness, and in Genesis 126, comes from the root word dama, meaning to compare. Adam and Eve at creation were very much like. God filled with his life, nature, and spirit. They were family. He who had innumerable angels serving him wasn't satisfied. God desired sons and daughters. He also wanted companions for his son. To satisfy this, he created a new species in his image and likeness. Far different than the angels. Then came two commissions or mandates. Commission one, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, reproduce. I've placed in you the ability to multiply my image and likeness, he was saying. I want a big family. I mean, just let that sink in. God gave humans the ability to reproduce and multiply eternal images and likenesses of himself. Astounding. What a privilege. What a responsibility. Then came commission two. Rule over the earth, over every living thing that moves on the earth, he said. Psalms eight, six restates the mandate. Thou dost make him to rule over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. Each verse uses a different Hebrew word for rule, translated dominion in other versions of the scriptures, The Genesis verses use Radah, Psalm eight uses Mashah. Both words convey the concept of dominion, management, government, rule. Adam and Eve were commissioned to govern or manage earth, their home for themselves and creator God. He did not own earth. They were delegated stewardship, governance for the owner and creator, Yahweh. You will manage your new home, this new colony of heaven, he was saying. Obviously, they were to do so under his headship and rule Implementing the principles of his kingdom, not according to their own dictates. We know this plan was interrupted at the fall. When Adam sinned, he lost the image, likeness, and spirit of God. He also lost his dominion, the delegated authority to manage earth. And God lost His family. God did not lose ownership of the earth, for he had never given that to Adam, nor did he lose his personal authority over the earth. We humans lost our delegated authority, which had now been transferred to Satan. These two losses are what Jesus came to restore restore. Number one, God's family. And two, their lost dominion or governance of earth. And we'll pick up here tomorrow. Let's pray. Father, we know revival has begun. It is in its beginning stages here in America. Though in some parts of the world, multitudes are coming to you. Increase it here and around the world. Save a billion souls. Here in this nation, we know we will experience the fullness of revival before you're finished. We thank you for the increase coming this year. Unleash the full power of the gospel and confirm it with signs, wonders, and miracles. You have said reformation will begin this year, stating that the overall ecclesia, the church, and local expressions of your ecclesia are now prepared and ready. You said angels have been dispatched to assist us, that the impossible will occur The unchangeable will change. So we ask you for this. Revive, reform, and restore America. Revive Asia. Revive the Middle East. Let this revival break out all over the world. We call for the coming of your kingdom and the accomplishing of your will here and throughout the earth as it is in heaven. Multiplied power, multiplied deliverances, multiplied salvations, bring this forth. And as you instructed us, we pray for the protection of our waterways, dams, reservoirs, and ports. Protect them from evil. Expose any planned attacks against them. And... We pray for Texas as they make a stand to protect their and our borders. Bring this to a righteous and lawful conclusion. We pray all of this in the mighty name of Yeshua. Amen. And our decree is, we decree that 2024 is a year of revival and reformation amen well before i sign off i just want to thank those of you that joined us yesterday because it was a great day the day of repentance in washington and it's why god can do this because we are turning to him humbling ourselves ourselves and praying it was an extraordinary time And thank you, those of you that could join us. And thank you for joining me today. And I hope to see you again tomorrow.